What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds. And guys, today we had a media-focused event from Apple. During this event, I was taking notes. It was a lot of interesting things to see. It was very long. There were lots of celebrities involved. But today marks the day that we saw a shift in how Apple is defining itself. No longer is it just the iPhone company. And whether you believe it or not, that's what it was. It was the iPhone company at this point. No longer is it the iPhone company, but now... It is a services company. So, guys, what services does Apple believe that we should subscribe to? Let's talk about it. All right, guys. So, March 25th, 2019, in the Steve Jobs Theater, Apple went on their media-focused and their new journey going forward as to how they're going to do things and into how they see us Apple users consuming things on their devices. Now, first and foremost, we started off with Apple News. So this was something that was predicted that they were going to launch some type of magazine or news type of a subscription. So what did they give us? So First off, they had to give us some statistics, of course. So Slate noted that Apple News valued the content versus clicks and the likes. And Tim Cook noted that 5 billion articles are read a month, making it the number one news app. Now, of course, we always have to understand context here. What kind of measurements, in which ways are they measuring consumption and usage of the application now what are we going to be getting we're going to be getting magazines to apple news and this is the reason guys why they bought texture which was a popular subscription service in which you could get around 200 magazines so at this point that's going to be bumped up to around 300 and apple is dubbing this apple news plus And one of the things that makes this service unique is the fact that it has live covers and it's formatted exactly for the screen that you're reading it on. So whether you're looking on iPhone or iPad, it's going to be dynamic and it's going to look great. Now, of course, there is no web viewer for this. And this is going to be something that reigns true about a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about that they talked about in the event today. There never seems to be a web client and it's entirely frustrating because it just seems that in order to play this game, you always have to have something with the freaking Apple logo on it. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, this thing is going to be $9 per month. And with that, you're going to get the first month free in addition to family sharing instead of it being an uptick to $12 or $14. It's $9.99 whether you're solo or you're sharing it with a family member. And guys, that's pretty darn cool. Now, it was noted by um, someone that I was watching the live stream with. As you guys know, I tweeted this out and I was watching it on Twitter at first. And the main guy, the head honcho of Twitter himself, Leo Laporte, noted that 
it's basically like the walled garden of the internet. So when we look at it, Apple is touting Apple News as being a carefully curated type of experience. But whenever things are being curated, that means they're being analyzed and they're being fed to you in a certain manner. So would Apple put anything that is negative or is critical of them, regardless of how viable it may be on this service? Probably not. Now, one of the excellent things about this, in addition to family sharing, is that it does not track you across the Internet the way that so many other services and sites do. And that was also another constant trope of today's announcement is that this is private and that we're not going to track you. So, guys, Apple News Plus seems pretty darn cool, but it may or may not be for everyone. And next up, you probably didn't guess it, but it's Apple Pay. So with more than 10 billion transactions since the beginning of the calendar year of 2019, Apple Pay is huge. It's growing. It's going to more and more countries, and you're able to use it at more and more merchants across those countries. Now, today, they introduced Apple Card. So what exactly is Apple Card besides having an absolutely terrible name? So it's a credit card from Apple and they partnered with Goldman Sachs and MasterCard to bring this to us. So what makes it unique? So pretty simple. As with most things, you sign up on your iPhone and you have your card and all of that information within minutes. You can utilize Apple Card anywhere that Apple Pay is accepted. And one of the things that they focus on with Apple Card, because you get a lot of really good analytics, they're focusing on, quote unquote, a healthier financial life. Now, picture yourself getting your credit card statement in the mail. A lot of times it's complete gibberish. Let's just be honest here. You're looking at bank statements. It's all the same. You may or may not recognize half of the things, half of the entries that are on here, but you certainly recognize the fact that money is coming out. Now, one of the interesting things about Apple Card and its service is the fact that it utilizes machine learning and where that transaction took place in order to triangulate the business in which you made your purchase. So that's going to come across as a really clean look. So for example, a 7-Eleven, you might stop by there, you might pick up a Coke for $1.25. You swipe your Apple card, boom, you're on your way. On your transactions list, it's going to show 7-Eleven. But if you're using a regular card, it might show Citgo number 787. And when you're looking back at that as a consumer, you're like, what on earth is this? Apple is using the technology that it has in order to make this a lot easier so that you can know exactly where you're spending your money. And that's really a huge benefit. Now, another huge thing is that you get cash back rewards, not yearly, not semi-annually, not monthly, but daily daily cash and it's unlimited and it starts off at 
2%. So there are no points. It's daily cash. 2% back. Now, you also get 3% on Apple purchases, which is really, really, really cool when you're using Apple Card. So this is when you're using Apple Card through Apple Pay on your phone. Other notes, no fees. There are no late fees. There are no yearly fees. Now, they also have a titanium real Apple card. And of course, it is a very clean looking card. It looks fantastic. And it has an Apple logo with your name. So there's going to be no CVV. There's going to be no card number. So that's going to make it a lot harder for theft to occur because you got to think about it. Everything is in the stripe. It's not like you're scanning your entire car when you're making a purchase you're scanning the stripe and the chip so this is a really clean and neat approach by apple on this so guys this is going to be coming in the summertime an additional note about the real card is that instead of three or the two percent when you utilize the real card you get one percent daily cash so all the time you're still getting money back but we have to remember is that while we're going to have Apple Card, we need to ensure that we make use of all of the data that we're going to be getting back in the forms of looking at all of our transactions and making sure that we're being wise with our money. And guys, we're just continuing rolling on with the Apple train. What was next? App Store. The App Store has been such a huge phenomenon on this planet. When Apple first introduced the App Store as a one-stop shop where you can get games and cool applications for your pocket computer, it spawned a revolution. Next, we saw the Android market, which became the Google Play Store. We saw Microsoft's marketplace. We, we have seen everyone and their moms try to develop some type of app store as a one-stop curated place for you to go when you have a device built by whomever. Now, Apple is noting that, hey, you need a one-stop place where you can go and you can play games but it's going to also be in the app store that you're familiar with but they're calling it apple arcade coming in fall 2019 and with the price that's going to be coming a little bit later so this is another subscription service and it's going to cater to mobile desktop and living room now living room apple tv desktop mac so we're going to have some games that could be played on the Mac. And I think that that's honestly pretty cool. So Apple is working with developers and this is going to be exclusive games and it's going to be in a new area in the app store. So you don't pay up front to download any game. Like I said, this is going to be a subscription. And in addition, these games will also be playable offline. Noted. As I said, with the typical tropes, with one of the typical things that's been going on with this event, games cannot collect data or track you. And once again, this is going to be curated. So this isn't going to be a lot of things from these big name developers. You're not going to see Fortnite 
or things like that in Apple Arcade, but you're going to see really professional, really thought provoking titles that appear in Arcade. That is what Apple is trying to curate for you. And if it's in Arcade, you can believe that Apple thinks that it is worth your subscription. All right, guys. So with that note, it is time for the main event. The thing that we were all expecting to happen. We knew about the new Apple News service, but the second half, we knew it was going to be some type of movie streaming, TV streaming, something to sit us in front of our TVs and something to have us compelled and ready to say, Apple, take our money. So Apple introduced Apple TV channels. And guys, this is going to appear in the Apple TV app that is already on your iPhone, iPad, and of course on your Apple TV. And an extra note is that this is going to be coming to Mac OS. So that's really good. And it honestly is one of those things that it should have been there and it's embarrassing that it hasn't been. But let's talk about Apple TV channels. It's on demand ad free you can download shows and it is the channels that you want we're also having family sharing here and that channels bundled inside of the tv app so when you go inside the tv app whether you want to watch something on hbo you're looking at something on the history channel things of that nature bam it is right there now of course for other things such as youtube and netflix you still have to go outside of the TV app. Now, everyone wanted to make a big deal about the fact that Netflix was not inside of the app. But the thing is, Netflix in and of itself is an experience. So no, no Apple fans, no fanboys, no people that are seeing things on one side. Netflix does not have to bend and bow down to Apple. I'm sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Now, with this, Apple is introducing something else with the plus sign next to it. Apple TV Plus. This is going to be available in fall 2019. Once again, ad-free, on-demand, online, offline. And we're going to have many, many people that are going to be making content for this. There are going to be so many big names and the biggest name of them all turned out on the stage at the very end oprah so we're having oprah we're having spielberg we're having so many people that are saying this is the platform in which we want to make content for it was essentially and this is by no means no means an exaggeration it was literally 15 solid minutes of Apple TV Plus with a celebrity picture on the side of it. Celebrity comes out and they explain all of the great things that they want to do. Now, Apple Twitter did not take so kindly to this. Most people, including myself, thought that it was a highly pretentious way in order to show off a new service that you're trying to pitch to us. Note, that we have no idea how much this is going to price. Now, knowing Apple, 
I hope that they do not price themselves out of the market here. When we're looking at Netflix and things of that nature, we're looking at $7, $9, $10, $12, $15 at the most. But with this supposedly being a premium, of course, curated by Apple to be so quote unquote grandiose and perfect, then things might get a little out of hand. Now, one of one of the most egregious tweets that I saw in regards to this event was talking about TV Plus, and it was from Renee Ritchie, and you might know him, you might listen to the Vector Podcast or the iMore Podcast. Both are very good perspective takes on Apple, but sometimes, a lot of times when we have someone who is so enveloped in Apple, sometimes they can turn a blind eye to other things. The tweet reads, if you're hating on the celebrities on stage, you're not the audience. But you should try to imagine the TV turning on and the new show starring, starting and your sense of wonder rekindling. Cynicism is an intelligence. It's self-limiting. Parentheses, but yeah, they need shorter segments. This, in my opinion, is extremely short-sighted. And it was one of the worst tweets that I saw from a prominent spearhead of Apple. I actually replied to the tweet and noted overall it was a solid event, but it was borderline too self-congratulatory for a lot of people, myself included. Things of that nature can turn people off from a service. With that being said, another player in the game is never a bad thing. Remember on the previous podcast when I was talking about monopolies. People are losing their mind. People are replying to the tweets and saying, quote unquote, you're not the audience. What an odd declaration to make. I have Netflix, etc. iPhone, iPad, iMac. Wouldn't Apple want me to buy this service? Another reply, I'm not hating on the celebrities. It's just that the presentation is so full of itself. And lots of people get that same sense of wonder without Apple TV+. Come on, man. Yes, cynicism is an intelligence, but neither is blindly fawning. And blindly fawning is something that happens so much, so frequently, when we're talking about Apple products and Apple services. We have to remember that Apple has never done this before. So for you to automatically say this is going to be great just because we're bringing big names onto a stage. That's absolutely pathetic. It's pathetic. It's turning a blind eye to everyone else in the industry. And yes, it is fawning. So while Apple TV Plus might be the next big thing. It might be the next great thing. I don't think it will be. I think it'll be yet another player, which can certainly help shake things up in the market. But let's not act like Apple is reinventing the wheel. They did not reinvent media today, but they are making it easier to watch media on their devices. So guys, that's it. The Apple services event in a nutshell. What did you think about this? I thought that it was very long. Could have been about 45 minutes shorter. Overall, we're getting news plus. We're getting arcade. We're getting TV plus. 
And you know, honestly, there's a lot to like here, especially if you're someone that is ingrained in the Apple ecosystem. And as someone who always likes to kind of venture outside and see everything else is there, I'm gonna make sure that my Apple credit card will be locked in to whomever is at the top, not just on one company. Guys, Apple Media and Services event, spring 2019, that's my wrap up. Continue to follow me on Twitter. If I have anything else to say, I will certainly tag it with hashtag Apple event, hashtag in the weeds so that you can see everything that I am talking about. Guys, until next time, I'll holler at you.